1: So Matthew chapter 16 verse 13 says that when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples saying to them, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am. We're going to look at this term son of man here very shortly because Jesus often called himself the son of man, highlighting at least one important thing that he did not come as the son of God. He came as the son of man. But he says here, who do men say that I the son of man am? And they said if he would have came as the son of God, it would have not been he would have not been able to fulfil everything he needed to fulfil. So we must understand that he was fully God, but he was fully man. Amen. But he came highlighting the fact that he also came as the son of man. Because if he would have came just down as God, he could not have paid the price of suffering. He could not have been tempted. He could not have died for our sins. If if an angel would have came, they could not have done it. It had to come as the son of man. Amen. So he was fully man and fully God. And it says here, they said to him, some say thou art John the Baptist and some Elias and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Am I speaking too fast for some of you? Lucy said, teach your class slowly, slowly. I said, I have to condense 11 weeks into five weeks. And you want me to do it slowly? I don't know how we're going to do that. But, you know, amen. And Peter says here, over verse 15, he said to them, Jesus replied to them, because they said some say you're this some say you're that he said but who do you say that I am who do you say that I am was the million dollar question that's the most important question you could go to church for 20 30 years and I've met people i was i was even in i was i was in i think i was in mongolia and there were some people that were in church for 10 15 years and they said well i have not really Uh, I've been in church and pretending to be a Christian, but I really didn't believe Jesus was God until I met you, until I saw the miracles, until I was healed. Now I really believe, now I'm really saved. So people could be in church and still really not know who Jesus is. So the most important question that Jesus had for them and that we have today is, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said to him, Thou art the Christ. That word Christ is not Jesus' last name. There wasn't Joseph Christ and Mary Christ and, you know, so forth. And Christ meant he was the Messiah. James, Jesus' brother James, he was not James Christ. Now imagine growing up having Jesus as your big brother. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Can't you see Mary say, why don't you be more like your brother Jesus? (laughs) I mean, that's a lot of pressure. And pressure for the parents too, because imagine the parents. The parents, you know, when he was 12 years old, they lost him. They lost him and left the city. They lost the only son of God. It's not like they could just, you know, go get another one. Could you imagine what they must have been telling the Lord? Lord, please forgive me. I lost the only begotten Son of God, the Savior of the world. He might be dead. Hallelujah. It's a lot of pressure to raise the Son of God. Amen. And, you know, I remember Lucy taught us. She said when Ethan was born, Lucy said that we should buy a gift for Asher, too, on his birthday. Because the new baby is here. We bring gifts to him for his birthday. Asher might get jealous. So we have to buy Asher a little gift, like kind of throw him a bone. You know, we say in Chicago, give a dog a bone, you know, so we give him a little bone. So I'm sure that they probably had to do that with James, too, because, you know, everyone's worshiping Jesus. So I'm sure sometimes when they're having the family dinner, they would say, and we thank you, Father, in James' name. (laughs) Amen. It's a lot of pressure to have Jesus as your brother. Hallelujah. So the question was, who is Jesus to you? And Peter said he's the Christ. The son, the Messiah, the anointed one, the son of the living God. So you notice Jesus said, who do you think I am, the son of man? And Peter responded, Christ, the son of God. You catch that? Jesus announced himself as the son of man, but Peter said, I see something else. I see another aspect. I see you're the son of God. Do you see that? If you have the title deed in the natural, it means you own the substance. So Hebrews 1 says if you have the title deed, if you own it in faith, if you own it in your spirit man, you already own the substance. Call
0: now and get Joseph Castillo's Blessings and Curses CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on... How to identify curses in your family. How to release the blessing of God, canceling genetic curses. This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set.
1: And then Jesus replied to him and said, Peter, how, he said to him, Simon, blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah. Bar-Jonah, Bar is son of. Bar is son of, Jonah. So Simon, son of Jonah. You know the word Barabbas? Barabbas means son of God. Bar-Abbas. Barabbas was the man who was going to be crucified with Jesus. But they said, who, on this Tradition, we have to let one person go free. Who do you want to go free? And they chose Barabbas. They chose the son of God, who was guilty. For him to go free, that the real son of God, Joshua, Jehovah's salvation, who was not guilty, that he would be condemned. So, in the very letting go of, of Barabbas, the son of God that's guilty, we have a picture of what happened at the cross. In the cross, us sons of God who were guilty were released. And the son of God who was not guilty was condemned for us. Barabbas was the type and prototype in the firstborn amongst us. Those who were the guilty sons of God to be set free. Because Jesus who was the innocent son of God became guilty for us. Amen. So Simon Jonah, son of Jonah, he says to him. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. In other words, this revelation knowledge came from God. Now, I I thank God that Simon Barjona, Peter, was not born and raised in in, in the church. And that he got this revelation from God. Because what happens in the church is that oftentimes Christian children... They have knowledge in their head of the Bible, of God, of Jesus. And this knowledge has been communicated to them from their parents. So when you ask a person grown in a Christian home who is Jesus, most likely they'll say he's the son of God, he's the savior, he died for our sins. But their answer is totally out of the soulless realm. And oftentimes, even pastor's kids are some of the worst sinners because they are repeating what they know in the soulless realm, but they're not repeating something that came by revelation from God. So the question of who is Jesus to you is the most significant question. Matter of fact, and, and here's my point, Everything that you will ever be in your entire future life and career and destiny is tied to who Jesus is to you. Everything that you are in existence is tied to who Jesus is to you. There's good praying Christians that love God and they're holy but they're poor. Because Jesus is not a provider to them. He is not their provider. He is their redeemer of their sins, but he's not the provider of their financial needs. So because Jesus to them is is only revealed to them in one aspect, they only walk in the dimension of that one particular aspect. But you do have the other extreme. You have those that have all the blessings of God, they believe in Jesus. They have all the blessings of God. The, the, the Nigerians are really good for this. I, I, no, no offense if you're Nigerian here. I love you. But you know, the Nigerians are very good. They know God as a provider. And they can make money. And they can have blessings. And they tithe. But they don't know often. If you have the title deed in the natural, it means you own the substance. So Hebrews 1 says, if you have the title deed, if you own it in faith, if you own it in your spirit man... You already own the substance.
0: Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Blessings and Curses CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on How to Identify Curses in Your Family How to Release the Blessing of God Canceling Genetic Curses This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer
1: along with your CD set. Oftentimes God as their sanctifier. Amen. And sometimes they commit crimes and money scams and, and, they, they, they have a, a questionable character because they don't know Jesus as the refiner's fire. But they know Jesus as their provider, and the reason they know Jesus as their provider is because the prosperity gospel is what's often preached in their communities, and that was needed because they came out of poverty. But but so they've known Jesus as a revelation as their provider, but they don't know him as the refiner's fire. Amen. So who you are, what you walk in, and what you have or don't have in your entire life is based upon who is Jesus to you. And he says here, And they said unto him, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. In other words, that verse is saying what you allow, I will allow. What you don't allow, I will not allow. So what you allow in your life is based upon the revelation you have of who Jesus is. You see, when you understand that Jesus is the substitute for your sickness, you don't allow sickness in your life. You don't allow it. I remember I was in my, I was in my office, and I was working telemarketing, answering phone calls, calling people up, trying to sell goods. And I remember I was, had a cough, a cold, a sore throat. I was bleeding, coughing up blood. You've heard this story before. And I was writing down scriptures, Isaiah 53, 4, and 5 psalms 103 1 2 and 1 2 and 3 2nd uh, peter 2 24 uh, you know i was writing down all these scriptures about how jesus is my healer and how he took my sickness and as i was writing these scriptures down in calligraphy because i do some calligraphy art i was just doodling as i'm working i realized wait a minute I'm not supposed to be sick at all. I'm not, even, I'm not even supposed to have a cold. Some people think, oh, he's my healer. If I have a big cancer, I'll go to, I'll go to Jesus and pray. But a cold is just, I get a cold every winter, right? I mean, that's, we, you know, we accept things that Jesus never intends us to accept. But as I was writing this down, I said, wait a minute. I got angry because as I was thinking of the scripture, revelation was growing in my heart of who the son of man is. He's my healer. And when the revelation came into my heart of who he was, I got angry and I began to manifest verse 18. I didn't allow it anymore. I said, no, I bind it in Jesus' name on earth. I bind it in heaven. It's bound in earth. I loose my healing. What you allow, I allow, God says. What you don't allow, I won't allow. I did not allow sickness anymore when I realized that he was my healer. And I got up. I went to the bathroom, I locked the door, I spoke in tongues, and with all the indignation and anger at sickness that I could have, I said, you have no right to be on my body. 1 Peter 2, 4 and 5, twenty four, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, Psalms 103, 1 through 3, I said, you have no right to be in my body. And I rebuked it, and I put some tongues on top of it. Amen. Put, SS, put some tongues on it. When you do a prayer, just throw some tongues on it. It helps. Amen. I threw some tongues on it. Amen. And I was instantly, instantly, totally, 100% healed. My voice was back. No more coughing. No more congestion. Complete, instant healing from a cold. You know, sometimes a cold is the hardest thing to be healed from because we think it's just not big enough that God's concerned about it enough and so we decide to live with colds and we even decide to take cold medicines listen if you have to take cold medicine or headache medicines what are you going to do when it's cancer What are you going to do when it's a serious disease? I'd rather suffer a little bit with the cold and fight and meditate in the word and learn how to get victory without medicine on something that's not threatening. Because if you have a situation like cancer, you don't want to mess around with that one. If you have the title D in the natural, it means you own the substance. So Hebrews 1 says if you have... The title deed, if you own it in faith, if you own it in your spirit, man, you already own the substance.
0: Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Blessings and Curses CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to identify curses in your family, how to release the blessing of God, canceling genetic curses, This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set.
1: Right? I mean, you... Uh, Listen, if you you want to, let me advise you, don't. If you have a serious disease, don't say, I'm not going to take my medicine and I'm going to believe God. No. If you couldn't heal the cold, you better go get some medicine. Amen? Amen. But if you have a non-life-threatening situation, such as a headache or a cold, why don't you try and fight it out? And I don't mean just not take the medicine and just believe God. No, I mean not take the medicine, but take the medicine of the word. Get your healing scriptures out. Put some worship music out. Meditate on God's healing. Pray. Rebuke it. And really try and defeat a cold. Because if you can't defeat a cold, you can't defeat a tumor. Do you hear me? You can't defeat HIV. You can't defeat I don't even know the diseases' names. I don't know. There's probably a lot of them, but I can't even think of diseases' names right now, but you understand what I'm saying, right? So who is Jesus to you? Amen. This is the million-dollar question. Everything that you will ever be is directly tied to who Jesus is to you. Jesus, we know, is a, is a just like James, in James' name. Hallelujah. Just like James. We know James is is not his real name fyi to you christian folks let me give you another thing the sea of galilee how many know the sea of galilee the sea of galilee is not a sea it's a lake it's not a river hallelujah it might be soon hallelujah but it's 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 a lake it's just it's a bad translation but when you go to israel you realize it's the lake of galilee actually amen James is not Jesus' brother's name. His name is Jacob. The English translation should be Jacob. And Jesus is also wrong. It's actually uh, Yeshua translated into English would be Joshua. So the real English translation of Jesus would be Joshua, which means Jehovah's salvation. So who is Jesus to you? He's Jehovah's salvation. What's salvation to you? My sanctification, my deliverance, my provision for my financial needs, my housing, my clothing, my cars, my children's salvation, my deliverance. Is the Lord. I trust you are blessed and encouraged. We have more on this series coming to you next week, so tune in next week and catch the broadcast. Make sure you call and send in a donation, send in a seed, support this ministry if it's blessed you in any way. If you think it will bless and encourage others, your financial support is very important. If you go to our website, nfbeijing.com, Forward slash store. You could get some of our ministry products, CDs, and we'll be offering the DVDs of all these sermons coming soon. So go visit us online, like us on Facebook, add our YouTube channel, where you're gonna get a bunch of bonus materials, everything that you don't see on the show, you're gonna get that on the YouTube channel and of church at YouTube. And be blessed and encouraged. We love you. We want to encourage you to redig the wells of our fathers and also dig new wells for what God's gonna do in our generation.